you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks. DJ Bucky, uh, I believe we're eight days out. A week from tomorrow, we get this draft finally kicked off in Vegas and what looks to be a pretty intriguing draft. We don't know who the first pick is overall at this point in time, Buck. Really? I don't know a lot of anything. (laughs) No, (laughs) we don't. Um, I guess that's the good part about this draft is it's so unpredictable. And, DJ, something's going to happen within the first five picks that's going to absolutely change the way that this draft unfolds. Like, I know we've had all our mock drafts, and everyone has kind of been pretty chalked, pretty static. Like, I think people are have grown comfortable with um, – Trayvon Walker going at the top of the charts where there's number one, number two. But if anything shifts, depending on what the Houston Texans may do at three, man, it's just going, it's going to blow up. All, yeah. all everyone's box drafts is going to be blown to smithereens. I think three and pick six, the mm-hmm. Carolina Panthers, because everyone, a lot of people are assuming that they're going to take a quarterback. If they don't, it upsets the apple cart. Yeah. The slide is on. I think if that happens, so. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this whole thing shakes out. All right, today we're going to answer some uh, 
some uh, mysteries, some draft mysteries. We've got some questions on there that we're going to hit, uh, something you've worked on. We're going to jump into that. We're going to talk about some stocks we'd be buying at this point in time. And it might not necessarily be like kind of those premium stocks. It might be a little bit of a lower stock you can you can get uh, in this draft. But if you wanted to invest in kind of the the, the last minute buzz, um, the juice that some of these guys have got through the process, who you think could be moving up, we're going to go through and say some some stocks we might like to buy. And we kind of go rapid fire on that one. Uh, also, Nabil came up with a little interesting nugget on wideouts um, that we are going to get to as well. Um, one also a uh, little little topic, little fun little topic on the Ravens having seven picks in the in the third and fourth round, um, and why that is important for them when you look back at their history and what they're trying to replicate. So a lot of topics we're going to get to, um, but I think first of all, Buck, let's get to some of these uh, mysteries here, these draft mysteries. Get some questions. We'll get your thoughts. I'll kind of uh, piggyback on, on what you think here. Uh, first team that's going to pull the trigger on a quarterback is who? Man, oh gosh, I, see, I come out guns blazing. Like, you know? let's I go. mean, like the, the mystery is like I don't think the Carolina Panthers can pull the trick on a young quarterback. I don't care what anyone says. Like they don't have this. They, they need don't to have win. That. They have to win right now. And when was the last time we saw a rookie quarterback save a job? I would have to go back to Lamar Jackson, maybe. Mm-hmm. And John Harbaugh had a Super Bowl under his belt, so that's different. Outside of that, it doesn't happen. So to me, they're better served to take an offensive tackle. So I don't take, I don't think a quarterback goes there. I don't think New Orleans takes a quarterback. The Steelers at 20 is the spot where I'm thinking that's where the first quarterback goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You know what? We we've gone through this a few weeks back. I I put it over 50% that Carolina would take a quarterback. I just thought, man, they there's no way they're just gonna run this back with Sam. But then I sit there and look at it at the options that they have. If they're going to stick and pick. Man, I don't know Malik Willis gets on the field right away. He doesn't help you save your job. And then Kenny Pickett is, you know, maybe you say he's he's a little bit better than Sam, but it's not it's not a huge gap. And then by taking a quarterback, it's the opportunity cost, right? It costs you the opportunity to upgrade your offensive line. So it's like, am I better with Kenny Pickett versus Sam and a tackle? Because I can get Sam Darnold and a tackle uh, versus just getting than having Sam and Kenny. You know what I mean? Like it's – I've changed my thinking a little bit on that over the last few days. Yeah, I I just don't know how that makes them – I don't know how that makes them better right away um, in terms of taking a quarterback. I think they'd be better served if they get an offensive tackle. I think then it's offensive tackle. If we get Christian McCaffrey back, it is – I'm all in on yeah. a Christian. Hey, we're, we're on the same – It's crazy. We're on the same page though, right? If, if the phone rings, out. Oh, we're yeah. out. We're out. Oh, yeah. But then I'm, then you can maybe take a quarterback because you can justify saying, okay, I'm getting the quarterback plus some picks plus to get some, some other stuff. The players. But my thing was – it can help us. Who would who would move up? What would we be moving up for? Are we moving up for one to – No, players? I don't know. I, don't, I got nobody. I got, I got yeah, nothing like for I, you on the move just, up. Yeah, I wanted that. Yeah, but I, I think nothing. for the Panthers, I think you're right. If they're sitting at six, I think it's a position player. If mm-hmm. it's anything where they move down, they move out, then the quarterback can be in play. Yep. Um, all right. The next question: Who's going to be the first offensive tackle off the board? I think Icky Aquano is going to be the first tackle off the board. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, he, the upside, the talent is too enticing to bypass. And even though people will point out, hey, he's more of a mauler brawler in the run game than being effective in the passing game. His highs, his flashes 
are such that you can't ignore. I mean, you can't ignore what he is and what he could be. And I think this is one where you're, you're swinging for the fences. And even if he fails, I do think there's the, the, the opportunity to, if he fails outside, which I don't think that he will, I still think you can kick him inside He'd and be an animal. guard. He would be I an think, He's played I guard. Think, I've seen it. I've seen yeah, what he looks I, like I, a guard. I, I it's think, fantastic. Yeah, I, I think you can do that. And I think we can go away from, well, you can't take a guard out. We saw Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson has been everything that you want. So I think yeah. you have that insurance of knowing, hey, if he fails outside, we always can move him inside and be really good on the inside. Yeah, the Jets traded up for Vera Tucker last year to to secure him and played well. So um, I'm with you on that. I'm I'm uh, I'm on Team Icky. One of the things interesting though, man, if you could take Evan Neal's body, oh uh, yeah, and Icky's Icky Neal's ability, woo. <laughs> yeah, his temperament can't oh, do that. Smoke. No. All right, first first wide out, Buck. So tough, man. Uh, let's go. Let's go Garrett Wilson as the first wide out yeah. off the board. And I think Garrett Wilson is aided by the fact people can look at Justin Jefferson, the route running ability, what Justin Jefferson was able to do in Minnesota. And even though he was drafted in the 20s and Garrett Wilson would be drafted higher, I just think because he's so refined and so polished, that's the deal. I think Drake London is in that conversation, but I think it boils down to who do you believe is going to be able to get open consistently as a true number one? I think Garrett Wilson's route running ability gives him a chance versus all comers. And I don't know if there's a huge weakness with London, the question about the speed and then the injury, you know how we, we split yeah. hairs and meetings. That's yeah. the only thing. Garrett Wilson yeah. is very clean. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you in the standpoint of, I think that Garrett Wilson is the best wide out, the most complete wide out in this draft class. But I'm going to give a little hat tip to Nabil because I want to insert this little nugget right here. When you go back and look over the last few years, this league, as you know, Buck, has a healthy obsession with speed. Healthy obsession with speed at the wide receiver position. I think that's probably the Tyreek Hill effect. Mm -hmm. But if you go back and look at some of the recent drafts, Jalen Waddle going all the way up there at number six. Remember there was some thought maybe he goes in the teens, maybe he goes you know, 10 to 15, somewhere in there. He goes at six. Henry Ruggs, he ended up going ahead of of CeeDee Lamb, all those dudes. He ended up being the 12th pick in that draft. John Ross goes nine overall. Like this, this league has an obsession with speed at that position. That's why, if you were saying kind of the, you know, what would be the, the, uh, we'll get to it later, the stocks, like the stock you would buy. I think Jamison Williams, in terms of draft position, might be the stock that I would buy. He could very easily end up being the first wide out off the board, very easily. Yeah, no, he he could. I think the 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 thing for Jameson Williams, I think beyond when he goes, where he goes matters, and the yeah. role that he is playing. Yeah. I believe that you have to look at James. He's not a number Williams. one. He's not a one. Right. I think his role has to be a DK Metcalf like role. Let me clear this up. I don't want people to make the comparison between the two games. I don't believe their games are similar in terms of size, but in the way they need to be deployed, needs yeah. to be similar. He needs to be a vertical route runner, a stretch guy. He needs to play opposite someone who can do all the dirty work. If he plays in that role, he absolutely can be a Pro Bowl player in that role, much like DK Metcalf was a Pro Bowl player in the role that he's been designated. But he's not a classic number one. Jameson Williams in the designated big play role, he's a Pro Bowl player that I played for a long time. Um, I'm with you. Okay, next question. We're going to stay on the receiver topic. 
how many wideouts go in round one. The way we're going to do this, I'm going to give you the name of the wideout. You just give me a thumb, a thumbs up or mm-hmm. thumbs down. Yes or no goes in the first okay. round. We this the first one's gonna be quick. Garrett Wilson, yes. Drake London, yes. Olave, yes. Jamison Williams, yes. Traylon Burks, he's going. I'm not in love with him, but he's going. So that's five. Um, then we get to Dotson. I don't know, man. See, I think he's going. I think he's going because of I like this him. Draft. I don't know. I get, this draft I get. is a little watered down, Buck, and I just think he's just yeah. such a good player. He's just a good player, man. I think he everything. is. Like, I think he is. Like in my top five, he's in the mix. Like he's right there. I think he's a really good player. I have him there. I think he's talented. Size, the the weight is not what I would want. No, but yeah, good player. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think he is. I think he's on the fringe. I think in the twenties. We might see a little last-minute run. Yeah, I just think you're going to be looking at players and go, he's just better. He's just going to be better than the other players you're looking at there in the 20s. Um, okay, so that I gives us gives us five, I believe. Is that five? And then uh, – so then we get to the next six. group. I think Is that six? six? That was six. I yeah, he's six. six. Um, so Dotson, Burks, Williams, Olave, yeah, London, Wilson. So that's six. And then then we get into do you see a Christian Watson, Sky Moore – Sneak in, or are they round two? Are we going to be at six, or do we get a seven? I think or Pickens. Is. Like, Pickens is the other one who's got a chance. I think I think one of those guys sneaks into the back door. I think, I think we get I'm a seventh you. one. I think I think I, don't, I, I think can't I'm tell you which on one. I, th- I think Sky Moore, Christian Watson. I think they – People I love Sky Moore, man. People love his – love him. And so what happens is you know this. Like, when, when we're th- – this week and next week, when we're having these conversations in the meeting room, someone's like, oh, I love that kid. We'll get him in a second. You're like, Coach – you ain't gonna be there where we pick at 45. <laughs> well, how soon? Well, how early do we have to go? Well, I don't know. I mean, we're right at the border. And as you know, the Detroit Lions having that extra pick at the bottom of the first round, like not only them, but somebody could move yeah. in to head off everybody in the competition. I think one of those guys go. He's the likely candidate, though. Okay. Um, let's get to the next question. Running back in first, yay or nay? I'm 50-51. I just think one can go. I think Brees yeah. Hall is one. And I feel like the only spot where they can go is Buffalo. Buffalo. <laughs> I, th- I think that's the only spot because I don't see another spot where a running back is going to come off the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, can you, can a, you, yeah. Like, is there another team? Yeah, I mean, let me pull it up right need? now. I can't, I can't let even. Let me give you a team here. Once we get down there. Um, man. I mean, I can say this. He's, I mean, Kansas City just did it a couple years ago. He's better than anybody they got. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's better than anybody they got. He's a a perfect fit for how they want to play and what they want to do. Um, And the way that I know Andy's sitting there talking about, like, oh, our offense is going to change. They're absolutely going to change the way they go about doing things. It's going to be a little more methodical, a little more spread and shred than the big play thing that it's been. That's, That's the one. That's the spot. I mean, that's the only one I can give you outside of that. I mean, you could look at it and say Arizona. They lost. Um, they lost a back, but they've got James Conner back, so they they paid him. I, I just, yeah, I think I think it's probably Buffalo or bust. I think you're probably right there, but I, I think that one goes. I think that I think Brees Hall ends up going. So let's go one on that one. Uh, prospect that's a highly rated, highly regarded prospect that could slide out of the top ten. Oh, Kayvon Thibodeau. You're gonna go Thibodeau. 
Yeah, I think he's the one that is most likely to slide um, based on a few different factors. One, um, the, the the stuff, the football character stuff in terms of like, he's a great kid, A-level yeah. kid. But in terms of the football stuff, like, does he love it? How much does he love it? How much does he work in the weight room? How much is he going to be willing to put in? Um, I think those things are serious considerations. When you're trying to sort out the guys at the top, that's that's one of the reasons. And then the other thing would be, and you pointed this out, a little tightness, um, a little of the stuff like when it comes to like looking at pass rushers, the frame yeah. is not necessarily prototypical. Yeah, and I think people can talk themselves out of uh, him in the top 10, despite what I would say, he has the best first step of any of these guys in the past. Yeah, like his oh, first he's got step a big time get off. Yeah. Like his snap count anticipation and all that is the best of anybody in the class. But those other things are real concerns. And I know people are going to say, oh, why? Wow, he's been talked about the whole time. I, look, man, we get to this thing where people really take their eyes at him. And I think when you're looking at him and Hutchinson and Trayvon Walker and those other guys, I think it's easier to talk yourself out of it than into him. Yeah, he's my 10th player. So, um, yeah, he's he's kind of right on that borderline. I would I would probably offer up the other name to keep an eye on that's intriguing is Kyle Hamilton. He's my fourth overall player. I've stuck with my grade on him. He hasn't really moved much on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, if he if he got out of the top ten, it wouldn't. I don't think it would surprise either one of us. Um, all right, the last one on our little list of questions here: steal of the first round. So the guy that's going to go in the first round that you think maybe drops and ends up being the steal of the first round. Devin Lloyd, Utah. I think he's I think he's undervalued in terms of what he does. He gets lumped into the linebacker conversation, but man, he stuffs the stat sheet in so many different ways. I just can't see him not emerging as a star in this class. He's just too good, man. He has too many different things that he can do. Plays hard, wired the right way. He he's he's the guy for me. I like that one. Um let me see if I can give you – I mean, I probably would give you the same name if I'm looking at uh, kind of steal. You know what? I'll go because I think there's a chance he falls a little bit. I'll go with Kyle Hamilton. So we're kind of sticking on the theme, right, of the positions that maybe aren't Good as players, valued. Yeah. Players are great, but maybe it's the positional value causes them to drop a little bit. So you, yeah, you know, Lloyd like and Hamilton I think are two good ones. Kind of like the Derwin James effect. You go back and be like, hey, how did this guy get picked? Yeah, what happened? Yeah. So to, to summarize – which team will be the first to pull a trigger on a quarterback? We go Pittsburgh, first offensive tackle off the board, Iquanu, first receiver taken, Wilson, although we mentioned maybe keep an eye on Jamison Williams as a surprise there. Wideouts in the first round, we went seven. Seven. Mm. Um, big number. Mm. One running back in round one, uh, a star who could slide out of the top ten. We've got uh, Thibodeau and Hamilton as, as uh, possibilities and steal the first round. Devin Lloyd Hamilton combo. So there's uh, there's some of your mysteries answered right there. There you go, Buck. Um, all right, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, we'll be right back, and we are going to look at the uh, we're gonna look at the Baltimore Ravens and what could be an intriguing aspect of this draft right after this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi on a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. All right, Buck, when we look at the Ravens, this is an interesting team. They've got seven picks in rounds three and four. Um, if you think this is new, it's it's really not in terms of their strategy of how they've stockpiled picks. They've had five-plus picks in rounds three and four, four of the last six drafts. So they have mm-hmm. been loading up in this area of the draft specifically. Uh, all the other teams combined in the league, seven times. So – They are doing this more than any other team in terms of identifying this area of the draft and loading up on picks. Now, what can be what can they accomplish there with those picks? Let's go back. Let's look at a couple times they've done this and some of the names that they've come away with here. Let's go back to where is it here? 2018. Okay, so in 2018, here are their five picks that they had in rounds three or four. Orlando Brown Jr., who they started and flipped for a first-round pick. Mark Andrews, perennial pro bowler, one of the top five tight ends in the NFL. 
Anthony Averett started a lot of games at corner. Uh, Kenny Young, who they flipped in, in the trade uh, with the Rams, I believe. Um, and then Jaleel Scott, a wideout, didn't really pan out. But you're talking about a tackle that got traded for a one and has since been franchised, a Pro Bowl tight end and a starting corner. This is the third or fourth round, what they've been able to accomplish. You look, you know, kind of go through some of these other years. In uh, in 2019, Jalen Ferguson, uh, Miles Boykin, who they just let go, Justice Hill, Ben Powers, Amon Marshall, not as good. 2020, Matabuike is a good defensive tackle. Duvernay has a role. Malik Harrison plays a lot, linebacker. Tyree Phillips has started games. Ben Bredesen. 2016 was Kafusi. Tavon Young had been a good nickel for him. Chris Moore, productive receiver. Alex Lewis started a lot of games at guard. Uh, Willie Henry Jr., D-tackle, and Kenneth Dixon, who got some some run in there. But it's just fascinating to me. Like they have, they have found kind of that sweet spot for them. Where they want a bunch of bites at the apple in rounds three and four. And look, that, the reason why is because not only do you have a recipe and a formula for being able to do it, but DJ, when you have so many picks, it gives you an opportunity to kind of throw some darts on some guys who were maybe really good players, but maybe they had a medical thing. Really good players, or maybe they had a little character thing that forced them. Well, think to about Orlando Brown. Remember, higher. Orlando yeah. Brown just had a bad process. He was ter- he was terrible at the combine. Remember, he didn't bench much. He ran awful. the slowest yeah. we've ever seen, but he was a really good player. Yeah, and so like they've been able to hit on players, and so I, I just look for them to find really good football players that end up being available at those spots, and they have a ton of success being able to get those guys onto the field and not only get them onto the field, but put those guys in position to make plays. So think about some other teams. We go beyond the Ravens, teams that are kind of having picks in that third, fourth round range. And and in a draft we think is pretty deep. Like, let's think about that for this year. If you go back, let's go back to 2012. The Miami Dolphins, they got Olivier Vernon and Lamar Miller uh, in those rounds, the same draft. 2013, the Ravens got Brandon Williams and Kyle Juszczyk. In, in those rounds. Yeah. The Chicago Bears in 2017, Eddie Jackson, Tariq Cohen. All these guys are pro bowlers, by the way. In 2017, the New Orleans Saints, Alvin Kamara, Trey Hendrickson. And then the Ravens, who we mentioned with Orlando Brown and Mark Andrews in 2018. So those are teams that have found two pro bowlers in the same draft in rounds three and four. Matt, that is how you that's how you get your team rocking and rolling when you hit on those. Yeah, because it's a first and second round league. Normally, it's a first round league. You got to make sure we always talk about got to make sure that you nail the first round pick. But man, if you're able to find an all star outside of the first round, particularly in the third round, third and fourth round, where we're by verbiage, we're saying developmental prospect may take some time to get on the field, et cetera, et cetera. You get an all star performer there. You're way ahead of the curve. And if you get multiple now you talk about from a Cooking depth gas. standpoint, you have certainly upgraded the depth and the talent on your roster. It gives you compete at a championship level. So that's happened five times in the last 10 years where teams have found two pro bowlers in the same draft in the third or fourth round. The Ravens are two of the five teams. So I guess it shouldn't be a surprise that they've landed themselves seven picks uh, in that area of the draft this year. So it'll be interesting to see. They've talked about wanting to get a lot of guys and get right on the field and impact their team. We'll see if they can pull it off. Uh, when it's all said and done, uh, okay, Buck. Let's let's do uh, let's do some stocks you'd like to buy. Um, just in terms mm-hmm. of where we are in the process right now, uh, guys that have created a little bit of heat. I'll I'll start us off, and we'll kind of go through and just we can just kind of go rapid fire. We don't need to spend long on it. But um, I, I'm thinking of the kind of the top ten guys. Oh man, Stingley is 
he is he is red hot. And it's because, as we've mentioned on the show, the explanation of the injury, the recovery from the injury, a good interview process with teams, and the 2019 tape, and an average draft top 10, he's going. He ain't getting out of the top 10. Yeah, he's he, he's a hot stock. He's a hot stock that everyone wanted to heat up. They wanted to give him every opportunity to heat up because they're scouts. They had a chance to watch him his freshman year. And at the end of that campaign, there was a lot of conversation about him being the best corner in the country. And yeah. so people are willing to bank on your upside. And then when you kind of have a refresher course where you get a chance to see him at the pro day, which I think really changed it. When people had an opportunity to watch him move around and that tape circulated, you had to remind them, like, you know, he's really smooth and really mm. clean and really this. And I think then the medical stuff coming out, which kind of let everyone in on when the injury happened and how it might have impacted his final season. Yeah, you're willing to give him a mulligan because he is so talented. He is really, really good. All right, give me another stock you'd be buying right now. Well, I mean, the obvious one is Walker, but I would say the guy after that, I would buy some Jermaine Johnson stock. Yeah. I think I think Jermaine Johnson is going to fool some people. There are going to be some people that when they hear his name called very early, they be like, what? <laughs> because he wasn't one of the guys that was talked about throughout the process. But when you look at the tape, man, he's just a really good football player that plays hard has an array of moves that allows him to get to the quarterback consistently. And when you are a skilled rusher off the edge to go with the athleticism, and I'll be honest with you, when we interviewed him at the combine, I had a chance to talk to him. He is wired the right way. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to banking. I'm willing to gamble on those guys. I'm all on him. Yeah, I I like that one. Um, I'm going to go kind of as we kind of go down through the list here, some other guys I would, man, I would love to buy some stock in. You know what? I think I would buy a little Lewis Seen stock from Georgia. Um, being on that defense, running four three seven, um, toughness. I think he's he's done a nice job through the process, and I think he kind of gets lost a little bit on that Georgia team. He's my forty sixth player. If he found his way into the bottom of the first round, I would not be surprised. Nah, DJ, like he is a really good player. He will knock you around in mm-hmm. the middle of the field. And what I like about him, he is a heat seeking missile. He looks for contact and he delivers. He is um, the kind of kind of an old school player at that position. But, man, I think old school still works. And I think when people kind of look at the entire thing that he brings, the athleticism, the IQ, the toughness, the thump, all, all of that, he's going to go second round. I'm looking solid second round. I think he goes in the first 40 picks. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's I think that's absolutely true. Um, okay. Uh, give me another one here. You would like to buy Buck. another guy that I would like to buy. Um, I'm gonna buy this kid. I don't know how it's bubbling up, but I think it certainly has been cemented and solidified running back position. All the conversation has been on Brees Hall, but Kenneth Walker to me is a really good football player. I think mm-hmm. his, his, his workout confirmed that he's more explosive than people thought. And then you combine that with how he performed and how he played inclement conditions, cold weather. I would buy his stock. I, I would buy him as first running back to come off the board in the second round. And I think he comes off the board within the first 15 picks of the second round. Yep. I, I like that. Uh, I'll give you one that's kind of off the radar a little bit. I think the second tier of tackles is not super inspiring to me personally. Um, 
I think that as we've gone through the process, I think Abe Lucas from Washington State has risen up to the point nice. where I think I think he could go very early in the second round. I, I really do. I, I think that next tier of guys, he's he's over 6'6", 315 pounds. He ran 492, started 42 games. I had some questions about his anchor, um, but he's mm-hmm. got good fit, foot uh, foot quickness. He's played a lot of ball um, and he's interviewed well. So I have I've mentioned it before about you know with Cross having played in that Leach offense, and then I kind of go to Abe Lucas kind of being there, and I think about <laughs> my my whiff on on Dillard out of that offense. You know maybe I punished him a little bit too much, but Abraham Lucas I think is I think he's likely to go in the top fifty, and I would not be surprised if he went like early early second round, maybe a little higher than everybody thinks. I'll buy that stock. Yeah, no, it, because it's funny after you get after that first tier, um, then you get past you know, the tier with Penning and those guys, there's a gap. And then you're trying to figure out, well, who, who are the ones? If I don't get in the first yeah. round, am I going to be able to get somebody in the second and third round that can can start, that can mm-hmm. make plays? So, yeah, his, his stock is certainly on the rise because supply and demand will make it where he is taken at a high level. Because if not, you might not get a, a tackle, a starting quality tackle you may not find outside of the second round. All right, let's just do a couple more here, um, a couple more stocks to buy. I'd be curious. Let me give you some names. You tell me which one of these you'd buy, okay? I, I want to know which one of these linebackers you think is going to go first in this little clump of guys. Troy Anderson, Chad Muma, Leo Chanel. Like, of that trio right there, I'm curious. I'm fascinated to see how they come off the board. I think all three have really helped themselves throughout the process. They all have helped themselves. I think they all are really, really good players. Uh, I'm going to go with Anderson. Anderson's background is fascinating. The athleticism, yeah. uh, being a quarterback, a running back, linebacker, earning accolades at all of those. Then when you watch him at the senior bowl, he flies around. You see mm-hmm. him at the combine, he dominates that. He's the easy one to bank on. But I will say from a playing standpoint, Chad Muma from Wyoming gets terrific. I think he's better on tape. I think I mean, Muma's better a, on tape. And I love I love them both. They're in the same grade. He's, but. A, he's a good player, man. He's a good football player. And I knew I was in trouble when I watched him. And I thought about how Logan Wilson has been terrific from day one yeah. for the Bengals. And I look at the similarities in the game. I just I just see him falling, that blueprint. Uh, both of those guys are good. I would go Anderson first. I think Anderson wins the beauty pageant because of the combine stuff. But Muma plays really well. I think both those guys are going to go, go early. All right, let me give you a couple more. I'll just give you a couple more, and we kind of wrap it up here. Some other stocks that I think that that are are just kind of surging as we go to the end of the process here. Cam Jurgens, we've talked about a lot from Nebraska. I think he's mm-hmm. going to go in the second round. Could go early in the second round. The center who's really really athletic. Uh, Josh Pascal from Kentucky. Everybody loves him. We talk to people around the league. They love him. Really good player. Edge rusher can kick inside. Um, I will give you another guy who's actually in my top 50 and Logan Hall, who I know you're a big fan of, but mm-hmm. um, he is my 50th player. He's going to move up a little bit in my final list. He could go in the first round, would not be surprised at all. He's been on a zillion yeah. visits. He's got a lot of juice around the league. Um, that one is one stock buying. Kyir Elam from Florida, um, I think, yeah. has a chance to go in the first round. That stock I would buy. Um, uh, Jaquan Brisker, <laughs> everybody loves him around the league. He could go in the first round. Like that that group of players from you know twenty five to like sixty, just shake them up, man. Like there's any they come out any order. Like those last five picks of the first round, last five to seven picks, I could give you thirty names of candidates who could be those last five to seven picks. Yeah, it's funny about Brisker because um, great man. Penn State has really 
change how they operate and do business when it comes to athleticism and the athletes. Box safety, he he punishes, good tackler. He is interesting. I was looking at him and then the Petrie kid from Baylor. Yeah. You talk about a guy that's good under, player. He's a really good player. Like he's kind of what I call Daxton Hill light in terms of in terms of his versatility and those things and the way that he was used in Dave Aranda's defense. He brings a lot to the table. He he is one that I would bank on. I think his stock will rise as we get closer because we talk about filling out these sub packages. It's hard to find guys who have experience playing in there. When you find an experienced player who's very comfortable playing in a slot and blitzing and making tackles, I think you have to move those guys up because they play and that 12th position is that's a starting position. All right. Let me give you my last one here. Uh, I think we've touched every position except for this one. So I'll give you a tight end. Um, Daniel Bellinger from San Diego State. Is, uh, I, I put him up. I local. think he's my, I look think at, he's my third you guy. Local. You must, you must know somebody at the local bagel shop or something like no, that. You're no, trying to get... I don't, man. Uh, so here was my, we talked about this the other day. When I, when I put my tight end list together, if you go back and look over the last six, seven years, and you just took the fastest, toughest guys and did not even give a rip about their production in college. Don't even worry about it because this is a traits position. It's not a production position because so many offenses don't, they don't even know what to do with tight ends in college half the time. But when you get guys that are big, fast and tough, and then you, you kind of, they can catch the ball. They, you know, he's not, he's not a stone hands. He's got natural hands, even though he just doesn't get a lot of targets. I, that's why I ended up putting Bellinger third on my list. He's almost 6'5", 253 pounds. He ran 4'6", 3". He's good in the run game. San Diego State doesn't throw the ball a whole lot, um, but he catched the ball. He was good in the all-star games. He's good at the, at the, uh, at the combine workout-wise. I'm like, okay, it's just not – it's a different way of scouting. You know, it's just when, when we were younger in this business, when you go back and evaluate tight ends, you just – you're going through over the tape and over and over and over, and it's like – George Kittle changed it, man. He just changed mm-hmm. the game and said, just bet on the traits, bet on the traits and the toughness. And uh, and then those guys end up hitting more often than not. It's a big boy league. It's a big man's game. And if you have uh, size, speed, athleticism, and some skill, I wouldn't even say like all the skills because coaches believe they can teach the skill. But if you come equipped where you're a mollable ball of clay that they can develop, yeah, they can give you a chance. And you're right. We've seen these guys like time and time again, find find a way in the league and find a way to get onto the field pretty early in the league. Tight end position is so weird because when you look at the rosters and you look at some of the guys that are playing, man, it is a hodgepodge, a collection of a bunch of different old school football players, some basketball players that are new to the game, some former wideouts that have been puffed up and slid further down the Darren, line. Darren Waller. Yeah, so um, there are a bunch of different ways to skin the cat, and NFL teams have been taking advantage of it. That's why – you know, we look back and Jelani Woods ends up being the best tight end in this draft class. Don't be shocked. He's got all height, the traits. He's high weight speed, bench press, height, weight, speed, former quarterback. People, you know, bounce off him. He's got to be, I would have had him even higher. He's my fourth guy, but just some drops. You know, he's got to just be a little more consistent catching the ball. But where, again, where is it? not going to be surprised if he's up there. Where's a nice number? Number zero. Oh, it's gross. No I don't like better. that. I can't endorse I like that. I can't endorse zero. the number. I hate what? the zero. I hate that I don't like the zero. It's a bad look. We're going to go double zero. Like we said, I've already been through this. Robert uh, Parrish, we can do double zero. Uh, Kevin Duckworth. double? This, at least a, it's a, it looks better. Solid the, zero. The zero just, it's a bad connotation. I don't like <laughs> it. Egg. Yeah, it is an egg. Thank you. Um, all right. Anything else you want to add before we get out of here, Buck? No, no. This was fun, man. I love going through uh, the players. We're getting so close 
um, to draft that some of these names, some of these names that we don't always get in, particularly on TV, kind of tends, have a tendency to talk about the same guys. But some of these guys we haven't talked about a lot, but they're our favorite guys. And so we'll yeah. talk more about them as we get closer to the draft. No doubt. Uh, be on the lookout for that. We've got Pat to the draft each and every day. Uh, you can find us there. That is 6 Eastern, uh, Monday through Friday. Mock Draft Live, um, that's been Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, although we have a, a special uh, Mock Draft Live that's coming up Sunday or is it Monday? I don't know. It's, uh, Sunday. it's Sunday night. Sunday. Sunday. Yes. Sunday night. That's coming. And then uh, Colleen's going to join us for that. Uh, me, you, Rhett, we're going to kind of just kind of alternate picks as we go through that. We're going to let Colleen handle the the Eagles, her, her hometown team there. Uh, but that'll be a fun one. So be on the lookout for that show. And the draft will be here next week. So uh, cannot wait. Thanks for hanging with us today. Thanks again to Nabil for all his hard work putting this thing together. And we'll see you next time right here on Move the Sticks. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.